Hello team and welcome back to the Simply Fit Podcast. Today I bring you some incredible news. I have been working on a secret project for the past three or four months now and I now can tell you that the brand new follow along workout channel is live and here. On this YouTube channel you're going to find workouts for fat loss, muscle building, improving your cardio health, flexibility, everything is going to be on there. You're going to find body weight workouts, dumbbell workouts, kettlebell and resistant bands workouts all that you can follow along with and the best part is that it's completely free they're also around 10 to 20 minutes long meaning if you're short of time you can quickly complete an effective workout or you can combine like two or three of them together and complete like a full 45 to 60 minute workout new workouts will go live on the channel every tuesday and thursday and they're going to be accompanied by an amazing backdrop which i'm sure you're all going to enjoy so if you want to find the channel just search elliot hasoon into youtube and you'll find it very easily and please subscribe it makes me very, very happy and it helps the channel grow. And feel free to tell your friends, your family, your pets, whoever you want to share this with and let's work out together. So I was recently listening to a podcast that went through the 10 common traits of healthy and fit people. And when listening to this, I thought that 10 traits is quite a fair amount. Whereas could we boil this down to the five that are really, really pivotal in ensuring that someone stays healthy and fit on a long-term basis? So I've taken five from that podcast today, which I believe the most important traits when it comes to maintaining your health and fitness on a long-term basis. And one of them on this list was that they respect their fitness goals, but they don't obsess over them. I thought this is fantastic and it's super, super true. I've been through a stage in my life where I've been absolutely dedicated and probably obsessed with my fitness goals, whether it was aesthetic fitness goals, whether it was performance-based fitness goals, doesn't matter what it was, I know that I was obsessed. It was almost as if my life was built around my fitness goals and that my fitness goals weren't necessarily built around my life. And the thing with anything that you're obsessed about, it's amazing in terms of getting the results that you want to. You can achieve a lot when you have an obsession with something. But I've learned over the years that you can still be obsessed with things whilst having some form of boundaries in place. And I'm not going to say balance because I do feel that a degree of obsession when it comes to achieving something spectacular is required. But you've also got to remember the stage of life that you're in. If you've got children, you've got family, you've got a job, you've got other commitments and you are obsessing over this goal that no one is paying you for, it's impacting your quality of your life, it's impacting your relationship with your friends and family, you do have to ask the question over whether it's really worth it or not. So I think what I've realized is that realistically, you can have a healthy amount of fitness goals in place without being obsessed over them. And I think there's two keys to success here. The first is setting a goal that's genuinely practical and feasible. It's a little bit far away from what you could achieve just by doing your day-to-day amount of health and fitness practices, but it's also not light years away. It's not something that's sort of going to require you taking six, eight, 10, 12 more hours out of your week than it currently is. So having something that's challenging yet still achievable within the scope of the time that you have can be amazing. And the second thing is also to have more goals outside of the gym. I think this is another really important one. If you're distributing your time and energy between your friends, your family, your work, your hobbies, and your health and fitness as well, you'll realize that you can't go 110% in one area, but you can push a good amount of energy into each and every one of these areas to have a little bit more of a balanced life. And I think that that's the two keys. It's about making sure that your life isn't just your fitness goals and that you are setting those goals that don't require 
every single ounce of the energy that you have. And that's going to be a fantastic combination to have fitness goals that you are excited to achieve without needing to obsess over them. Number two is that they have learned to enjoy healthy eating. And this one is super crucial. I get this question all the time. How can I eat healthy on a long-term basis, Elliot? How can you continue to eat healthy after all of these years? And it's genuinely because I would choose my breakfast over any other meal that you could offer me. Put pancakes in front of me. Put pizza for breakfast in front of me. On some days, I'll take it. But 95% of the time, I genuinely want my eggs, my toast, and my avocado in the morning. I truly, truly want that. I've learned to enjoy it. And I feel that that does take time. But if you are proactive about finding healthy recipes that you enjoy, and also finding healthy foods that you enjoy as well, not just being stuck to a certain healthy food because you think it's going to help you get your goals, but trying different forms of protein, carbs, and fats, and then eventually landing on the ones that you truly like, you'll find things so much easier to stick with on a long-term basis because now I'm not just doing this because it's good for me and it keeps me in shape. I'm doing it because I genuinely enjoy it and I want to eat these foods. And if you can get to that place, it makes it so much easier. Number three is that their workouts change based on their life circumstances. And initially I thought this one was quite interesting as I thought the people who would be consistent over time with their workouts would be the ones that succeed. But when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. It's always the person who's more flexible, the person who says that it doesn't matter if I miss my training this week or I miss one or two sessions because I'm going to pick them up the next week and I'm going to continue going and continue going. Whereas the person who thinks that once they've missed a couple of workouts, it's all over, they've lost their flow, they've lost their momentum and now they can't get back into it. Those are the people who don't succeed long term. It's those who don't have that super emotional connection to whether they train or not and can take things with a pinch of salt and recognize, okay, I did have a super busy week this week, but I know that my week is lighter next week and I'm going to get back into it. And if my circumstances are in a way that I am just busier at this moment in time, I might go for some shorter and sharper workouts versus going for my hour long workouts every single day. And that really comes with an admirable sense of maturity to be able to say that I still value my health and fitness, but right now my life isn't lending to me being able to do things the way I used to. So I'm going to adjust accordingly. And when I can change back to doing what I did before, or if I want to adapt it to something different in the future, then I absolutely will. But because I value this, I'm still going to make time for it, but just in a different way. And I think that that's such an amazing approach that will ultimately help you maintain your workouts for the long term and also maintain the relationship you have with exercise too. It's so much easier to maintain exercise when you don't ever stop. However, if you start, you stop, you start, you stop, you start, you stop. It's a lot harder to maintain in the long term because you're always having to get back on track again. Number four is that they value the mental, emotional, and health effects of fitness more than the physical effects. And this is something that I completely agree with once again. It's hard to disagree with this. In the past, I was very obsessed with how my body looked. My training was all based around creating the best possible physique. And it doesn't mean that I don't care about how my body looks anymore, but I really truly value my health, feeling good, how training makes me feel, how eating well makes me feel, how sleeping well makes me feel. And I would arguably say that those benefits are way more important to me than if I've got an extra inch around my arms or 1% less body fat around my body. It really truly does make the difference at the end of the day. I'm more interested in how I feel, how I perform and how I am on a day-to-day basis versus how my body looks to be completely honest. As long as it looks presentable in a good position, then that's absolutely fine by me. And if I'm honest, this wasn't a conscious choice I made. It's just that you realize eventually that feeling terrible on a day-to-day basis in exchange for this unbelievable physique just isn't worth it. You eventually find that having this shredded six-pack, for example, is no exchange for the quality of life that you 
live on a day-to-day basis. So I completely agree with that one as well. Number five is that they don't overdo it. And I think this is a great one to finish off on because it's almost a prerequisite to when you get started with your health and fitness journey to overdo it. You go from zero to your gym being your second home, essentially. You go from not eating healthy at all to eating healthy every single day under the sun. And it is very easy to get absorbed in this lifestyle and in a great way too. And I think that sometimes it's nice to go to one end of the extreme to find out where the center point is. But on a long-term basis, it's really important that you don't overdo things because it's just not sustainable. It can be for a little period of time. I don't think there's anything wrong with overdoing things and being a little bit obsessed in order to get to a place where you want to be. But in order to sustain things on a long-term basis, it's so crucial that you find something that is ultimately sustainable. And then doing too much, being obsessed with things isn't gonna be sustainable for most people. So if you can set a time frame on being super committed, pushing yourself to get in your goals, but then ultimately have a point in which you say, actually, I'm gonna go for something a little bit more sustainable, a little bit more long-term. And ask yourself that question. If I had to do this for the next 30 to 40 years, would I be able to? And if the answer is no, then start to ask yourself the question, okay, what would be? So I hope that helps team. And I hope that you're gonna start to adopt some of those traits of those fit and healthy people. Take care and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.